You're listening to the Mothering Joy Podcast, Season 2, Episode 5. I was away last week celebrating Independence Day, so I did not have a new episode come out. Um, And this week's episode is actually a day late, so I am just embracing, you know, kind of the ebbs and flows of motherhood here. My child care had to cancel, and I'm like really just creating these kind of on the fly, and I hope that that's okay with everyone listening. I'm trying to be as consistent as possible, but ultimately, this is my creative project that's for joy, and so we got to keep it flexible, right? And hopefully you guys feel like this episode was worth the wait because it's pretty special and pretty close to my heart. On Sunday is going to be the five-year anniversary of my dad's death. And so I wanted to do an episode that really honored that. And honoring really does feel like the right word to use here because I've come to a place of acceptance about the length of time that I had with him on earth. And five years after his death, I am surprised and I am overwhelmed to say that I can celebrate the gift that my dad was and continues to be in my life. And I can humble myself to God's plan most of the time, (laughs) and the circumstances that he puts in our lives that, you know, have caused my relationship with my dad to transcend its earthly form. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the most surprising way my grief has evolved after loss and recognizing that I still have a relationship with my dad has been a super important part of my grief evolving. And I've realized that he has never really gone from my life and that has changed the way that I live every day. I do want to give kind of like a trigger warning for this episode for anyone who has lost someone close to them. I am going to be sharing about my experience losing my dad I'm not going to go too far into the weeds, but, you know, I know how I can be triggered when other people are talking about their loss. Um, So if that's not a place that you want to go right now, then, then just skip this one, but circle back to it when you're ready because, you know, I think these are important conversations to have. How grief has transformed me has been one of the hardest and I think for me one of the most important things that I've needed to put into words. So I'm excited to be able to share this episode with you. Hey there, I'm Meg, crunchy mama, storyteller, and imperfect homemaker. I'm raising two beautiful babies in the rolling hills of Wisconsin and I am learning every single day. Here, I celebrate the joys of motherhood, but I also get real about the trenches that young moms find themselves in and how we can nurture joy in the daily grind. This is the encouragement you need to thrive through your days spent being mama. This is the Mothering Joy Podcast. One of my favorite drives is between our house and the town that we used to live in. I still go there pretty frequently because our chiropractor is there and the farmers that we get a lot of our produce from in the summer live there. I think about my dad a lot on these drives, from the beautiful rolling hills to the wildlife I see along the way. I just really feel him when I'm on that drive. And the other day I was, you know, doing this drive and Bob Seger came on the radio I started getting a little teary-eyed while singing along to Turn the Page, like I had so many times before with my dad. 
we had a ritual with some of our friends and family when we were all together. We would play that song and putting our arms around each other and swaying back and forth, we would belt every word in a super corny and dramatic and wonderful way. And when this song came on the radio, I was transported back to those memories with my dad and our friends. Feelings that were burrowed deep in my soul, unearthed, and I'm just overwhelmed. But it's a different kind of overwhelm than when my dad was first gone. The tears that streamed down my face, they are now ones of gratitude. And my cup overflows. I am so thankful for these people and for these memories that I have with my dad. And I'm overwhelmed that I get to be with my dad again in moments like this when a certain song comes on the radio or I'm in a certain place or I smell a certain smell. We still play Bob Seger when we're together with those friends, even though dad is gone. And I am so glad that we do because when when we celebrate like that, like dad is there with us. His presence is as strong as it ever was. And I can feel his arm over my shoulder as he towers above me. We're swaying and we're belting out, turn the page around a glowing campfire. The sacrality of these moments gets me differently now, having gone through intimate loss. Even simple moments feel sacred when I really let myself take them in. Last night, Joe and I gave the kids a bath, and they were running around in their PJs, yelling and laughing. DJ kept singing, we're having a jammy party. And Joe and I just were sitting on the floor and taking it all in. Like these little people, this fleeting moment of time, being here to share it together and drink it in before it's gone. These moments, they're fleeting, but I've learned that they also stay with me. Like hieroglyphics telling a story on a cave wall, these are the stories that become etched into my soul. And I have to accept the contradiction that nothing is permanent, but these things are eternal. When I first lost my dad, it felt like death had permanently severed our relationship. Grief felt like a place that held me prisoner. And this idea, I just really found it to be perpetuated in culture. Um, You know, when you're grieving, like you notice stuff like this. Songs like I'll Never Love Again by Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born. It just plays into this idea that grief was a place, like a place that we go to and that we stay. I grieved what had been taken away from me, a stronghold to call when I needed support the person whose opinion I trusted over anyone else's, someone who was always in my corner. I grieved the loss of connection to the people around me who were living, you know, normal lives, in air quotes. I resented the things that they had and, you know, sometimes took for granted that I no longer had. A fishing buddy for my son. Someone to grill the burgers a hand to hold in church. It felt like death took all of this away from me. And there are times when that form of grief is still triggered and I will relive my loss. I will hear the earth-shattering news of his terminal diagnosis again. The words will sink straight down into the pit of my stomach and they feel so heavy that I have to sit down. 
I will feel his cold, sticky hand in mine and hear his shallow, labored last breaths. I will watch the man who for my whole life had always been so strong become nothing but a fragile shell. And I will feel the emptiness of the world around me like I'm tethered to nothing and I'm just drifting away as I stand in our old driveway and I watch the funeral home van take his lifeless body away. When I used to think about grief, this is what I thought about. It's a scary place that I don't ever want to go to again. But what I've realized, having spent a lot of time with grief, is that although it feels like it, grief actually isn't a place. It's not a place that we're meant to sit and stay, but it's also not a place that you move on from. One of the best things that someone told me when we first lost dad was this. Grief isn't something you ever get over. It's something that you learn to carry. And as I started to see my grief as something that perhaps wasn't a place, but was something that I was meant to carry, I started to take steps forward. And my grief felt heavy and it felt burdensome. And I developed kind of a chip on my shoulder because I had to move through life with this heavy weight and others didn't. But I kept taking steps forward because that was really the only thing to do. And as I did it, as I kept moving, I became stronger from carrying something that was heavy and that felt too heavy. As I kept taking steps forward, I rediscovered my faith in a deeper and a more expansive way than it had ever existed in the past. I learned that if I was going to move forward and carry this, that I was not able to do it alone. And that God never asked me to do it alone. He didn't put this hard thing in front of me and expect me to carry it by myself. I needed to trust him to guide me and to support me. I'm still learning to fully trust God in all aspects of my life. I want to innately understand that my small human perspective can't possibly fully understand the greatness of God's plan. And that's why I'm mindful every day to walk in faith as best as I can and trust him especially with the things that I don't understand. And this is hard for me. It's hard to have faith and to trust God's plan when a lot of times, you know, especially in the case of losing my dad, it's so different than my plan. And I think of my kids never knowing their grandpa and it breaks my heart. But it's in moments like this that I need to humble myself to God's plan. And only then can I understand that my dad was never meant to be a grandpa on this earth. As hard as that is for me to understand, I know that that was never God's plan for my dad. It's easy to feel like dad's time was cut short and that he should be here with us now. But I just don't believe that to be true anymore. When dad first got diagnosed with terminal cancer, he told me that in God's eyes, every single life is just a flip of a switch. And I think that's true. I think my dad's soul did the work that he was meant to do on earth in his 52 years. 
And I believe that he got exactly as much time as he needed to become the person that God called him to be. My dad is still a part of my life in big ways. My kids don't know their grandpa in the ways that I thought they would, but I'm realizing that they do know him. They know him in the way that we are. My kids know their grandpa DJ in the stories that we tell about him, in the things that make us laugh and the traditions that we share. They know him by the way we spend a perfect weekend on the water, by our passion to grill the perfect hamburger, and by the way that we love each other. These little people that I'm raising, they know the man who raised me through the path that I'm walking because he paved it. Through the values that he taught me that I live out and share with my kids. And through the life that I've built because my dad showed me the way. This relationship that my kids share with their grandpa is not what I thought it would be. But it's still beautiful. It transcends the human interaction on this earth. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than this world and it's something that, you know, I can't see or touch but I can feel and I know that they can feel. My dad will never be able to hold his grandbabies in his arms but he has shaped their lives by being the wonderful father and friend that he was to me. And by being those things for me, he is able to be exactly the grandpa that my kids need. Five years after my dad's death, the way that I carry grief has evolved a lot. It doesn't feel like something heavy that I'm carrying on my shoulders anymore. Now I wear my grief in a less active way. It's become a part of the lens through which I view my life. In this way, grief is actually shaping the way that I see my life. My grief-tinted lens sometimes cause me to put my guard up instead of opening my heart. Sometimes I try to control. A lot of times I try to control instead of face the things that God has planned for me in a trusting and open way. Sometimes I live in a place of fear and anxiety instead of acceptance and peace. But I'm learning that I can focus my lens like a pair of binoculars to see the things that are meant for me in the unique perspective that grief offers me. When I used to, before grief, before I walked through loss, I used to only find joy, fulfillment, and peace when life was going my way. But my grief-tinted lens shows me that there is something meant for me in all seasons of life. And like Ecclesiastes says, there is a time for everything. A time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. It's all meant for me. I move through life in a braver and more intentional way because my grief-tinted lens lets me see life for how it really is instead of just how I want it to be. This lens requires unbridled acceptance and surrender to everything that God has planned for me. The most unexpected thing that my grief-tinted lens has given me, though, is a deep sense of gratitude. 
I am so deeply grateful to exist right here, moment to moment, in connection with the people and the things that make me whole. The other day I was on a run, being surrounded by the trees and the fresh air pumping through my lungs really connects me to God. In these moments, I have an understanding that I am part of a whole that is so much bigger than me. My dad is a part of this whole too. And when I'm connected and I choose to tap into the goodness that God created me to be a part of, my dad is so alive. I know that he's everywhere around me. When I was on this run, I slowed to a walk near the end of a line of trees and I saw a turkey run across the road right in front of me. And I hear dad's voice, did you see that? And I feel the excitement he always got whenever he saw any type of wildlife. And I smile and I say, yeah, dad. Yeah, I did. I close my eyes and I just take it in. This time together, the sun streaming through the trees, the soft, sticky breeze that marks the middle of summer. And I feel whole. Thank you guys so much for letting me share with you this grief evolution. This has been, you know, a huge part of my life the last five years. And it's been so important for me to take time to reflect and sit with some of this really heavy stuff that isn't really fun, but is so important for me and the way that I show up for myself and the people in my life. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back here next week. I think probably talking about something like clothes or summer or something just fun. Okay, see you later.